Today's topic is going to be an interesting one. It's hit and run accidents. What happens if you're involved in a hit and run and what recourse do you have? My name is Colton Lung and I'm a personal injury lawyer with Yacobelli Law Firm. I'm Andrew Yacobelli. I'm a personal injury lawyer with Yacobelli Law Firm. On this show, we try to address your questions, give you answers if you've been seriously injured in an accident so that you can make informed decisions for your future. So hit and run accidents um, are unfortunate accidents where um, the other, let's say, motor vehicle gets into an accident with your vehicle, and then they subsequently flee the scene. The first thing that you should do is always call the police so that they can come onto the scene to obtain a motor vehicle accident report documenting that you were involved in a hit and run accident. And a hit and run accident also is, is starts off as an unidentified driver, unidentified vehicle accident. They're more common than people think, actually. You think it doesn't happen that often, but we see quite a few of them. Even though it starts off as a hit and run accident or an unidentified vehicle accident, there could be clues to help identify who owned the vehicle, drivers, etc. So as Colton mentioned, really important thing is to get an early investigation done on the hit and run accident. So you want police out there, you know, they can speak to witnesses. Sometimes there's physical evidence on the scene of the accident. There may be surveillance cameras in the area that captured it. There could be cars that drove by with dash cams. What starts off as a hit and run sometimes leads to the police identifying the driver, at least identifying the vehicle, even if not the driver. As lawyers, we also do investigation. We might do, you know, searches. We try to speak with witnesses that saw how the accident occurred plate searches, if, if they remember the plate, to try to obtain, you know, at least a license plate, the type of vehicle. If for whatever reason, despite the best efforts of the police and our own investigation, there's just no way of ascertaining what vehicle was there and who the driver was, it's important to know that even in that circumstance, you have a claim. So a lot of people think that if a car fled the scene and is never located, that they're out of luck. But in many instances, you actually still have uh, a lot of rights uh, to seek compensation for your injuries through insurance companies. Okay, so we'll talk a little bit about that. Why don't we first start with the first party claim, the no-fault side of the benefits. So for the no-fault side of the benefits, generally uh, speaking, you are entitled to uh, certain medical rehabilitation benefits. Um, certain income replacement uh, benefits if you're unable to return back to work as a result of your accident. And all of those rights are the same whether or not the car is identified or not, right? Yes, of course. And all of those rights also remain the same um, if you are found to be at fault or if you're not at fault as well. Then that's why they're called no fault. So those are available to everyone, you know, with few exceptions, irrespective of how the accident happened and faults. Ordinarily, if the at-fault driver was identified, you would have a claim against them, and that would be defended and paid for by their insurance company. If a car rear-ends you or swerves out of its lane and hits you head-on, in ordinary circumstances, you would have a right to claim against that driver and their car, their insurance company, for your pain and suffering, for your financial and economic losses, etc. Now, if that car flees the scene and is never found, the good news is you could still, 
in many instances have a claim uh, against insurance. And that's a really unique coverage. We refer to it as UIM, underinsured or uninsured motorist coverage. In a UIM coverage situation, uh, your own insurance company would act as um, the at-fault party's insurance company, and therefore you would seek uh, damages and compensation through uh, your own insurance company instead. What if the situation wasn't a car on car? What if the situation is, like we've seen often, somebody riding a bicycle or somebody just crossing the road that gets hit by a car and the car never stops, it just keeps going. Even if it's a cyclist or a pedestrian, uh, their own insurance company, their own auto insurance company would still cover them the no-fault insurance that we talked about earlier, um, as well as if the other driver fled the scene, um, their own insurance company would also step in um, as a UIM carrier or an underinsured or uninsured uh, motorist uh, insurance policy. Okay, and then how about those situations that we've had? It might be a young person, they're a student, they're independent, they have their own job, and they go to school part-time, but they don't own a car, they ride their bike and walk everywhere. So they don't have car insurance. What do they do? Do they still have a claim? So assuming that they are not dependent uh, financially on anyone, um, there is still another recourse uh, to take, and that is through the MVAC fund, uh, which is the Motor Vehicle Accident Claims Fund. It has different limits, but it still has insurance coverage uh, if somebody is injured in an accident and there is no other insurance that you can go against. And we've seen situations where the, the fund has been included, even where it's a passenger in the car. Young people, for instance, getting together, driving in a car, the passenger assumes when they got in the car that that car was adequately and properly insured. And then for whatever reason, it turns out that there was either no insurance or uh, no proper insurance on the vehicle. And the passenger has no other recourse. And the fund is a unique type of case. Uh, the litigation is different. Even when you're in an accident, whether you're in a car, you're a pedestrian, or you're a cyclist, if it's a hit and run, or if it's a car that's not adequately insured, the good news for the victim is that there's lots of different options to try to get your injuries compensated. These insurance companies, when you're claiming for unidentified or uninsured or underinsured motorist coverage, even though there may be coverage, they have the same rights as if they were the at-fault part in being sued. You might think that, okay, it's going to be a simple matter then and the insurance company is just going to pay it to me. These kind of cases actually turn out to be more complicated, more difficult, and generally require a lawyer early to protect your rights to full compensation. So this is the reason why it's very important for you to hire uh, a lawyer uh, from the outset uh, in a motor vehicle accident, uh, even if they are insured, if they're uninsured, having a lawyer on your side, we would be able to advocate on your behalf uh, to get you the adequate uh, and reasonable compensation that you do deserve. Our phone lines are open 24 seven, so you can give us a call uh, so that we can better discuss your options uh, in the event that you're involved in a motor vehicle accident. Thanks for joining us and we'll see you in the next episode. Mm -hmm.